Assalamu alaikum everyone, what's going on? Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to another episode of Simple Tafsir. In this episode, we're going to be looking at Surah Al-Buruj. A'udhu billahi minash rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim وَالسَّمَاءِ ذَاتِ الْبُرُوجِ Allah takes an oath by the sky that contains the phases of the sun, moon, and other than them. وَالْيَوْمِ الْمَوْعُودِ He takes an oath by the day of judgment in which He promised to gather all creation. وَشَاهِدٍ and he takes an oath by every witness, like the Prophet ﷺ, who is a witness over his nation, and everything that is witness, like the nation that is a witness over his Prophet. Those who made a huge ditch in the ground are cursed. In which they lit a fire and threw the believers into it alive. While they sat around that ditch filled with fire. They were witnesses to the torture and ill treatment they meted out to the believers as they were present there. These disbelievers found no fault in the believers except that they had faith in Allah, the Mighty, whom none can overpower, and the one who is praised for everything. وَاللَّهُ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَهِيدٍ The one to whom alone belongs control of the heavens and control of the earth. He is aware of everything. No affair of his servants is hidden from him. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَتَنُوا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَتُوبُوا ثُمَّ لَمْ يَتُوبُوا فَلَهُمْ عَذَابُ جَهَنَّمَ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابُ الْحَرِيقُ Those who tortured the believing men and women with the fire in order to turn them away from having faith in Allah alone, and then did not repent to Allah from their sins, for them on the day of judgment is the punishment of hell, and for them is the punishment of the fire that will burn them, as a reward for their burning of the believers in the fire. Those who have faith in Allah and do the righteous deeds, for them will be gardens under whose palaces and trees rivers flow. That reward which is prepared for them is the supreme success that no other success comes close to. 
The seizure of your Lord, O Messenger of the wrongdoers, is forceful. He is the one who creates, and He is the one who punishes, and He is the one who is able to repeat it. He is forgiving of the sins of his servants who repent and he loves his allies who are mindful. Possessor of the noble throne. He does what he wants, such as parting the sins of whoever he wants and punishes whoever he wills. There is none that can compel him, may he be glorified. Has the news of the forces who enlisted to combat and be an obstacle to the truth reached you, O Messenger? Fir'aun and Thamud, the people of Salih. The obstacle to the faith of these people is not that the incidents of the destruction of the nations who denied faith before them did not come to them, but they deny what their messengers brought to them due to them choosing their desires over the truth. Allah surrounds and keeps a record of their actions. Nothing of that misses him and he will give them the appropriate reward when the time comes. The Qur'an is neither poetry nor rhyme as the deniers claim. Instead, it is a noble Qur'an. In a tablet that is protected against alteration and distortion and decrease and increase. In this surah, Allah mentions the people of the ditch and the result of their actions. And if you look at Sahih al-Muslim, you can find this story in detail. And just to summarize it, that there used to be a king and he had a magician. And this magician, he wanted to pass on his knowledge to someone. So he asked the king to send him a young boy. And the king sent him a young boy, and this young boy, he started learning from the magician, and there also happened to be a monk that he came across. And he also started learning from him as well. And then one day there was a beast that was blocking the way of the people. And the young boy, he said that today I'm going to know which way is better. So he asked Allah that if the way of the monk is better, then to destroy this beast. And then after this incident, the monk told him that you are now superior to me, and that I fear that you're going to be tested. So whatever happens, make sure you don't give me up. And then this boy started curing people from all different types of illnesses, obviously by the will of Allah. Until word spread and one of the companions of the king heard of him. And he came to him and he asked him to cure him. And the boy told him that it is not me that cures, but it is Allah who cures. And if you believe in him, then Allah will cure you. And so Allah cured him. And then when he went back to the king, the king told him that, you know, who cured your eyesight? And he said, my Lord. And the king thought that he was the Lord. So he started torturing this man until he gave up the young boy and he told the young boy that, you know, you've become so famous and so skillful that you started curing the people and the young boy told him that it is Allah who cures. And he started tormenting this young boy until he gave up the monk.
And then the king told the monk to renounce his faith, but the monk refused. And then the king brought a saw and literally cut him in half. And then he cut his companion in half as well. And then he told his guards to take this young boy to the top of a mountain. If he renounces his faith, then leave him. If not, then throw him off the top. And the young boy supplicated to Allah and Allah destroyed them. Then he comes back to the king and the king was furious. And then he told another group of his guards to take him to the sea. And if he renounces his faith, then bring him back. If not, then throw him overboard and let him drown. And once again, the boy supplicated to Allah and then he came back and he told him that you will not be able to get rid of me like this. And if you really want to kill me, then you need to follow what I say. And the king asked him, what should I do? He said, gather all the people and tie me to a trunk and then take an arrow from my quiver and then say, Bismillah, in the name of Allah, the Lord of this boy, and then shoot me with the arrow. And if you do this, you will be able to kill me. So the king, he gathered all the people and he said Bismillah and he shot the boy and the boy died. And when the people saw this, they all believed in Allah. And then the ministers of the king told him that this is exactly what you feared. And they refused to submit so they dug this big trench and put a lot of fire in it. And then they commanded everyone who believed to jump into it. Anyone who renounced their faith was saved. But everyone who stuck to the truth, stuck to the faith, they were made to jump into this fire. Until a woman also came and she was hesitant to jump into the fire because she had a young baby with her. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he made this baby speak and told her that remain steadfast because you are upon the truth. So Imam Qurtubi, he mentions in regards to the ayah, قُتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُودِ النَّارِ ذَاتِ الْوَقُودِ That the ones, the companions of the ditch, may they be cursed. That Allah, he taught the believers from this ummah, from the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ through this ayah, some of the difficulties that the nations who came before us faced. And the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the story of this young boy so that we would be firm and steadfast and patient when trials and tribulations comes our way. So that we take this boy as an example in patience and steadfastness and hold on to the truth regardless of the situation that we find ourselves in. And Allah mentions in this surah that they do not harm the believers except because of their faith in Allah. And if you look at the situation of the Muslims today, and so many parts of the world that the Muslims are being harmed by the enemies of Allah. And we look at their situation and we might think that, you know, there is no way I'd be able to handle this. But we have to remember that Allah is with them. Allah is their source of their strength. Allah is the one who gives them the strength and ability to endure and be patient. And in the tafsir of Imam al-Baghawi, he mentions that when this fire was lit and they were told to jump into it, before the fire touched them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took their souls out. And then he caused the fire to go and burn the disbelievers. So those individuals who tortured the Muslims, who harmed the Muslims, they need to be very, very careful. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make this a cause for their own destruction. And those people who are in those situations, we never know that before the actual harm falls upon them, before the tremendous pain hits them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might take out their souls so that they don't witness any pain and they get the ultimate reward, which is entry into Jannah. And in the verse, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَتَنُوا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَتُوبُوا that those individuals who harm and punish the believers 
and then they don't turn back into repentance. For them is a painful punishment. Hassan al-Basri says, look at the kindness of Allah. That these individuals, and this is referring to everyone, Quraysh and the ones who came before them and the ones who come after them who punish the believers, if they don't turn to Allah in repentance and change their ways, then Allah will punish them. But in spite of their evil actions, Allah still calls them to change and become better and submit to His will, submit to the religion of Islam. And Allah says later on in the surah, that He is the one who always forgives. Regardless of what a person has done, a person can always turn back to Allah and Allah is always accepting repentance and forgiving sins. And then he mentions that he is Al-Wadud, the one who loves. And Shaykh Al-Sa'di, he mentions one of the secrets of these names coming in this sequence, that once Allah forgives a person, then he turns to him and loves. And we are all sinners, we commit sins day and night. But when we turn to Allah, Allah not only forgives us, but then he turns to us with love and mercy and kindness and gives us the things that we want. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease the sufferings of our brothers and sisters around the world and may he strengthen our faith and give us the strength to deal with any tribulation that comes in front of us. Until next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.